What's up, what's happening? Welcome back to episode three of the Yankshaft Formula One podcast. Group of dudes who like watching other dudes drive really fast. Joining me as always from the nation's capital, we got Johnny Gomes. How are we doing, boys? And as always, from an undisclosed location in the Midwest, we have Ian. How's it going, everyone? All right, so another solid race to start the season, two for two, going mm-hmm. in this far. Uh, hopefully that uh, trend can continue here. We've got Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton splitting them up top. This title fight is officially on, if I do say so myself, as I was uh, hoping for in our preseason uh, prediction pod there. Let's, uh, let's jump right into it. Best ta- biggest takeaway, one, one big takeaway from the race. Ian. I wish there was a rule that after about, and I will say after the first 40 or so laps of every race, Lewis Hamilton gets bumped to about 10th place because watching him just pick off everybody to work from like, you know, end of the pack after that crash to second was pretty fun. Really enjoyed that. That was great. Also thought McLaren was fine. For Ferrari got a fourth and fifth place finish. You got like to see that um, all in all. Great second race of the season. Johnny, anything to add? Yeah, man. Uh, pure chaos. I think that's that's part of the reason that we all like to tune in on the weekends and watch these things is to watch all the all the craziness unfold right in front of us. So start to finish, I thought it was a it was a really exciting race. And the the wet track there at the beginning was definitely a little foreshadowing for for what was to come. Yeah, that wet track kind of started started us off in chaos right off the bat there. We'll get into it more later, but uh, them leaving Pierre Gasly out there on those wet tires, losing like five seconds a lap to the field was just the saddest thing I've seen in a long, long time. It was brutal. Just it felt so bad. Hard to watch. Um, he, he did a good, a good job getting back up into the points. Um, of course, I had bet Gasly top six, so of course he pulls, pulls out seventh place there. Um, that's uh yeah, you guys pretty much nailed it. I don't even really have anything to add there on drive. Ian, you nailed it. That watching Lewis Hamilton but fight back from ninth or tenth place is the most entertaining thing in the world. Um it feels more more fair, honestly, to just bump him back like that. Um and then uh the um George Russell Bottas crash helping him out a little bit with the with the red flag, getting him unlapped, letting him start back out there, you know. It's pretty convenient the timing of that crash, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was ordered. I don't think that was intentional. I, I think it was as much as I, as much as I want it to yeah. be, but I, I no, that was that was just a bad example. Of just I'll continue some bad to joke George about Rock. it, but no, I don't, I don't think that actually happened. And no, it, 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 Leclerc and Norris, it felt like they never had a chance to hold that position against Lewis Hamilton. Lewis missed like one pass going after Norris, and then got him the next DRS zone, like easily got him the next DRS zone halfway down the straight. So that was that was fantastic to watch. Uh, let's get into into drive of the day here. Johnny, we'll let you lead off. I know you, you buckle under the pressure, but no, for me, I think Lando was definitely the most impressive driver of the day for me, uh, holding off Leclerc for as long as he did on those old tires to, to finish on the podium was some of the best driving of the day, in my opinion. Ian? Yeah, I hate to copy, but yeah, Lando Norris was great. Um, I think he's he's off to a great start with um, with McLaren this season. He's beat Ricardo again. Um, he's got a lot of promise. We'll see if he can continue it next week in Port or this week in Portugal. Yeah, I uh, I wish I had something else. I wish I had a you know some dark horse driver of the day, but it's it's, it's Lando. It was that was an incredible performance. 
to, to hold on to third there um, and even to hold off Lewis just for, for a little bit um, to secure that podium. Um, what a start to the season for Lando. Ian, I think you said after the opening race that, that he's legit. He's here. McLaren is here. Um, you predicted last week that both McLarens would finish top five. You said Danny Rick on the podium and, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, and Lando uh, finished in top five. We had Lando third and Danny Rick sixth. Sixth. Yeah. So almost, almost got it. Almost got it with the hot takes. Also like to point out that uh, two of us went perfect on our predictions last week with the, the Hamilton poll, uh, Max, Max win. You know, we're, we're hitting you with the hot takes every week. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting race there. Let's get into what we started to talk about earlier. Pierre Gasly getting stuck out on the wet, starting his disaster of a day. Alpha Towery, not their best day. I had two bets on Alpha Towery going into last weekend. <laughs> Felt great about him. Neither one hit. What uh, what went wrong there for Alpha Towery on top of just the 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 obvious, Ian? I don't know. Just something just, just felt off. Uh, the keeping Gasly on wet tires was just so bizarre. Um, I, I I know the rain was the rain had rain was in the forecast. Could have hit the track more. Yeah. Could have looked it, like geniuses if the rain came. Had out. it rained, I mean, you're talking about, yeah, you're, you're great. I mean, Gaz, we could be talking about Gasly being on the podium, but I, I don't know. There's something just – it, it was a, point, it was was a so rough race. Back. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't and, have even mattered if it rained again because he was down in 14th. Like. Yeah, I just – it wasn't a good weekend for Alphatari. Yeah. It's it's another one of those weekends where we, we, we see them get off to such a strong start in, in the free practices and the qualifyings, and then when – when the lights come, go out, these young drivers just seem to, to to forget, you know, how to drive. Yeah, I think that was my my biggest takeaway was Yuki Sonoda finally really showing his inexperience and just showing showing that he is a rookie, showing that they didn't get a lot of practice time in these cars. And when you get out in wet conditions in a Grand Prix, man, it's hard to keep up with the big boys like that. Um, maybe pushing a little too hard. So it was. It was just a rough weekend all around. And then Gasly, the guy with a little more experience, kind of got screwed from the start there. Um, yeah. Honestly did a good job just to get back into the points. Um, but it was it was a rough, rough weekend for for, uh, for Alpha Tauri. Um, their Italian counterparts, Ferrari, however, another solid performance. Four and five for Sainz and uh, – or um, for uh, Leclerc and Sainz, respectively. Um, that's back-to-back finishes for Ferrari where both guys finish in the points. And this is exactly what what I was hoping to get from him. Signs was a little more aggressive, kept the car on the track. Fifth place, both of them top five. I wasn't I wasn't ready to predict both Ferraris top five last week, but uh, here we are. What's uh what's what do you guys think is is kind of been the biggest difference for Ferrari this year versus last? I mean, Leclerc's kind of doing the same thing, but I think for me the biggest the biggest difference between this year and last year with Ferrari is that this feels like a race last year that Ferrari would have had issues at or they would have crashed at. And I think if you look at the race, oh, Carl, Stein's, Carl Stein's finishes fifth, but you have a DNF with obviously Bottas was out and you have Sergio Perez finish 11th. That's two guys that technically finished in front of him would have pushed him back to seventh would have where we expect him to be week in and week out. So I think Ferrari, while they have a good, we had a great performance today from Leclerc, I think signs was good. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do, but I think this is a little bit, the guys in front of us didn't finish. And so our, 
our final spot looked better. That and I mean, I know they can say that for any team, but I think especially for this week. I, I barely noticed signs being top five. It was it was sneaky, but I will say I think there's something to be said for for taking advantage of those opportunities when they come up. Of when oh, when the guys in front of you crash. completely agree. Yes, and that's something we didn't see from them a lot last year. No. Johnny, any uh, any other big takeaways there for from no, Ferrari guys, last week? You guys <laughs> killed it there. I got I got nothing to add. All right, we uh we kind of uh kind of already got into into McLaren a little bit, but let's let's kind of dive in dive in a little bit deeper. It was a pretty good race from uh from Ricardo there. Um Lando Norris again, incredible drive. Um again, he is looking like the star that he the star that was promised. He seems to be kind of living up to all of that hype. Um so far through the season. Um, I thought it was interesting. I can't remember what lap it was on, but early on in the race where they told Ricardo to let Norris pass um, because they wanted to see his pace in open air and he was kind of getting stuck behind Ricardo. Um, he let him pass. And then Norris was like a second and a half quicker every lap than him <laughs> for the rest of that stint. It was like, because you never know. It's like, oh, is this going to cause some rift in the team? It's like, man, when Ricardo sees those stats, you know, with their, their different tires and everything, but it was like, yeah, they let him pass. And then Norris was flying, just flying. Yeah, no. That's the reason he got a podium, I'd argue. 100% the right call. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, hopefully, yeah, the chemistry and every, all of that keeps, keeps going well, but a third and a sixth from McLaren, they look, they look like the class of the midfield so far. Um, is there is any, anybody have an argument for, for another midfield team? I'm saying McLaren, McLaren three and, uh, and Ferrari as my clear four so far. Is anyone willing to go out on a limb and disagree? Not until Ferrari proves otherwise. I mean, it, it's good to see them, you know, back finishing in the points and stuff, but um, need to see it done consistently before before I see them as a threat to McLaren. Yeah, it's still. I mean, as far as the the midfield, McLaren, Ferrari, they got a pretty solid lock on three and four spots. Those those two are just racing each other this year. I mean, if they get any any team that's not Mercedes or Red Bull finishing ahead of McLaren or Ferrari is going to be a disaster for McLaren or Ferrari this year. Yeah, I agree. I think the mm-hmm. the the pressure is firmly on them to to maintain that status as the as the class in the midfield right now. Um, teams in the midfield that I guess I haven't been doing well this year. Let's give a quick little discussion about um, Aston Martin. They looked better this week. Then, uh, then previously, I think Stroll took eighth place after Stroll yeah, took eighth, and you had Vettel not finish. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, not all that surprising. Um, but I mean, eighth is. I mean, I guess it's what did Stroll get tenth last week in 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 the first race? I mean, so I mean, he's. I guess it's an improvement. Um, they looked a little more competitive. Um, I will say to their credit, but that car has some work to do. They are, they're not, they're not really competing with the teams that they were hoping to be competing with this year. I'm still on the hot take that Sebastian Vettel is not going to finish the season driving that car. I think he's going to get tired of it. I think he's going to just basically give it up. I, I don't think he wants to be a part of this. I mean, this is the second week in a row where he's just looked brutal. Um, he hasn't, he doesn't. He, he just doesn't. He just doesn't show me that he wants to be there. I don't know if it's not. It's because he's just. You know, he's he's thirty three, thirty four. Like, 
I don't know. I, I just looking like I thought it was just a Ferrari issue, but it's starting it, to look like maybe it's a Vettel issue. I don't want to say it's a Vettel issue just yet, but I mean, it's we're getting to the point where if he comes out with another week that's finishing, uh, you know, a not finish or he's finishing 15th or beyond, I crashing into too, people. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. The, future's not looking, the future's not looking bright there. Um, and on the other hand, I think Stroll, given how much crap we give him for, you know, <laughs> His dad being as involved in the team as as he is, I mean, he's looked all right. But yeah, I agree. I think Aston Martin's far behind who they want to be competing with in the field. Well, they they had the you know they had the the pink Mercedes, and then as we've seen this year already, the the slight regulation changes for just like the floor arrow and everything has kind of crippled Mercedes and what they what they did better than everyone else. Like they're they're making gains now, and we'll get into that later, but. But they're not the fast. They haven't been the fastest car the last two weeks. It's I think Hamilton's been a tad faster than than um, than Verstappen. But I think the Red Bull has been the faster car. Um, so they That's took crazy. away the advantage that that they had by copying the Mercedes. And Mercedes has the team in place to make up for that. And Aston Martin is just sitting there, you know, with their you know in their hands, um, not really knowing knowing what to do. So I think it's yeah. Might be a might be a long year for them. My uh, prediction of uh, of uh, Vettel having a great year is not looking good right now. It is and not. Also, hashtag comeback. Buy low and sell high, baby. Yeah. <laughs> or in that case, now buy low time, or yeah. buy high and sell low on Sebastian Vettel. That's the way to do it. Follow up to the discussion from last week where I said that I uh, Ian said that that uh, Lance Stroll was Nicholas Latifi with a rich dad, and I pointed out. Uh, that I'm pretty sure Latifi's dad is pretty rich too. I think we looked it up and he's worth billions. You know, (laughs) billions. When you get to these billionaires, the money on the money on the paper, you is never accurate. So you got to go with the reputation. He's not liquid. You got to know what the, you got to go with the reputation. Lawrence Stroll's got more of a reputation. I I don't care what, I don't care what Wikipedia says. He's got more money. Put that on paper. Boom. Book it. Print it. There's your headline. (laughs) All right, moving on. Well, uh, Johnny, I'll throw you a bone here. Your uh, your boys over there at Alpine, uh, both of them uh, scored a point this week after uh, after um, Kimi Raikkonen's penalty knocked him out, bumped uh, Fernando Alonso into tenth place. There, you know, I got nothing to say about them. They're they're there. They they look Don't okay. Look now. Don't look now. <laughs> they look all right. Um, Alonso no, didn't didn't show me that much. I thought. This would have been a race um, in the wet where his experience really could have shined through, but um, didn't really didn't really see that much from him. I think that car is just man. Like I said earlier, every, everyone else is just taking huge leaps forward, and they they're kind of stuck. They they're not. I don't I don't trust the organization. I don't trust the car. I don't trust Ocon. It's just not going well. They're about right where they should be. I, I think ninth and tenth is right. Not according that's to good, Johnny. That's a good week no. for Alpine. That's double points. Yeah, yeah. Not to knock them, but double points is a good week for Alpine. But they were, you know, a, they, they were a... trying to compete up there with McLaren by the end of last year. They made they made a lot of strides throughout the season in 2020, and then it's just all kind of gone to crap here lately. Um, you know, shout out Kimi Räikkönen. Also, you know, it's a, a brutal brutal post-race penalty to take points away from the Iceman. Um, you know, I'm not going to say it's a conspiracy, but, you know, I'm not. I'm not, happy. Gonna I'm not, not happy about it. 
All right, so that's that's kind of all I have for. Um, I mean, you know, let's I guess just briefly kind of get into the the, the exciting part of the race that we've completely glossed over here. Um, Lewis Hamilton uh, crashing in lap thirty one and then having to back himself back up onto the track um, ends up in like ninth or tenth place, and then the next lap, lap thirty two, Bottas and Russell crash. That's all I'm gonna say about Bottas. It was a terrible race for him before the crash. It was it was awful. Um, they he was almost getting passed right. by Williams. Yeah. Williams. So like let's, George Russell was trying to pass Valtteri Bottas. He was George never Russell. Happen if he wasn't fighting a Williams. In, in 2021. In the year of our Lord, 2021, George Russell was going to pass Valtteri Bottas. That is that is just and honestly. Honestly, I don't, I don't know if he crazy. was, I don't know. No. Cause yeah, he, he, yeah, no, then yeah, you're right. Yeah. He was about to pass that. I, I don't understand anything anymore. Um, they bought has looked bad this year. That's, that's kind of, I don't, I don't want to spend a huge amount of time talking about it. You know, let's see what happens. I'm not ready to, you know, start the whole like controversial, like Bottas isn't the good. He's, he's, he's done. Like he's terrible. This is the year. Now that the car is not any good, he's showing his true color. Like I think he'll be fine, but it, it's been a pretty bad start to the year for Valdry Bottas. I will I will throw in there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not so gonna that, blame him yeah. for getting mad that that he was about to be passed by a Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if so. I saw that coming up in my side mirror, I'd I'd you know block him too. Um I, I honestly I was thinking I put like 50-50 blame on that crash. I, I've kind of yeah. wrestled with it back and forth, but I don't think anyone was significantly more to blame than the other. I don't think Bottas saw him coming. I don't think Bottas made in particularly egregious move to block him or anything it was williams saw him taking the line and then kind of got scared and went wide and then it was too late but just it's a bad i think it's probably i think it's 60 40 russell um, uh, yeah okay that's fair i don't want to like i it's i don't want to blame Bottas, but also he's not he doesn't play a, a role in that but i think that's definitely on russell that that crash happened but to the point where it's like it's not egregious i don't think i know there was it was very heated on the track at the time which i don't i don't like russell going over there and saying whatever he says to bodice or after a crash that's not cool you can't I do think that i realized after the race yeah know, he and i think and that's just part of him being immature and realize that that's something that you cannot do and i'm sure that toto had a conversation with about it um but i i don't blame that i don't blame that crash on bodice i I don't really blame it on Russell either. I think that's just kind of a racing thing, and unfortunately, it had to happen. And if you had to pick somebody whose fault it was, it was just Russell. Yeah, I'll go 60-40 Russell, but it was, again, yeah. yeah. And Bottas yeah. is not used to being driving in those situations either. Like, yeah. I think he he's not used to having to look in his side mirrors coming out of those no. corners. So he just, he just went into the whatever line he wanted to be on. He's not used to having to look and make sure that no one's coming up on him, like yeah it was it was ugly um so after that crash red flag comes out um we restart uh hamilton in ninth i believe um and then just kind of methodically works his way through the field um <laughs> comes back passes uh charles Leclerc, passes lando norris and crucially and unfortunately in my mind that lap that he passes lando norris he has DRS, which I think is the reason that he nails the bonus point for fastest lap. Max Verstappen had just set the fastest lap, the previous lap, and then Hamilton takes it back with a purple the, the next lap with the help of some DRS. And I know he's driving behind somebody for part of the lap too, so it's not, you know, it's, it's not that unfair. But uh, 
But so Hamilton steals the bonus point and is now, you know, now ahead of him in the driver's standings, technically. Without a doubt. I mean, Max to be yeah. there's There's no way he gets that fastest lap without DRS. I would have liked to have seen Max lead, but at the end of the day, one point, it's, it's a one point a week in April. It's not going to. Hey, man, we'll not, see. We'll see in the last week, man. These points are going to be. Points are going to be important, but I guess there's now that we're giving we're giving out more points now for the sprint qualifying. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. That's, that's what the goats do. They squeeze them out where they can, you know. And I think Hamilton's showing us that he is indeed still the goat. As much as we we keep wanting Max to take yeah. that leap, you know. He, I mean, he did win this this race, but but still, just climbing back into second, stealing that that uh, that bonus Effortly, point effortlessly yeah. too. It was, it was never yeah, in doubt. That was... It was just methodical. Yeah. No one else can do that. No one else. I, I don't to care. even I don't feather care. Him, yeah. feather himself out of the gravel the way he did to to, to stay in the race. Yeah, after himself. not knowing how to reverse there for a while, seemingly. <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was an interesting where he didn't want to rev, rev the car in too much because he was going to worry about getting stuck or. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'll I'll uh, I'll take his word for it. He knows a hell of a lot better than uh than you know us idiots on Twitter do. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I mean, good good race. Glad Max was able to pull it out. Um. Another really exciting finish there. So we've got we've got the the fight we all wanted here. Um, that leads us into week three or race three, race week three. At uh, Johnny, take it away. What's the name of this? What's the name of this race? The, our, so our resident Portuguese. <laughs> upcoming, we've got uh, the the Formula One Heineken Grand Prix de Portugal 2021, um, going down at the Autodromo Internacional do Algarve. Uh, in Portimao, I might add, or commonly just referred to as the Portimao circuit, um, should be a good one by all yeah. accounts. Yeah, that's uh, I, we saw it, we saw it for the first time last year, um, in the you know, weird COVID calendar. Um, it was a late add to the schedule, yeah. definitely. Seen a lot of comparisons to Circuit of the Americas, um, in terms of it's got a lot of elevation changes, like more modern track, um. So should be should be an exciting race. Uh, another heavy downforce track should be really interesting. I think the Ferraris are really gonna gonna have a shot this week. Um, last year at Portimao was where Lewis Hamilton uh, passed Michael Schumacher and got his 92nd Grand Prix victory to become. Sure, he'll always remember that one. Yeah, so that was that's kind of my only note from last year. Carlos Sainz got out to like the lead early on after some weird incident and then uh lewis hamilton won and valtteri bottas was 25 seconds behind him in second so you know not it was one of those that we saw a lot of last year and the year prior of lewis just lewis hamilton domination um i guess you know we don't really have any more more interesting talking points about it so let's just get get right into get right into the predictions for the weekend um we got any 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 hot takes Hot predictions coming in. I think we're going to see a really strong week out of Valtteri Bottas this week. I think we're going to see probably set most likely seconds, but I would not be surprised to see him win the race this week. I think he's he's really going. It's going to be a really big make or break week. I think he's very embarrassed after last week. I think he's really feeling the pressure, and I think it's going to be a huge week for Bottas. And I'm looking for. I'm going to say um, McLaren's a great week. Red Bull has a great week. And I think McLaren takes a little bit of a step back this week. Yeah, he's been uh, Bottas, you know, got in the sauna, regrouping. You yes, know, hanging out with the lads. Johnny, what's your uh, what's your what's your big prediction? 
Uh, so I think uh, I see Leclerc uh, keeping his momentum rolling here going into the going into this 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 thing. Um, you know he he had that that heated duel with Lando for the podium last race. Um, I could see him pushing Bottas for for a second place finish on the podium. Yeah, those are uh, that's kind of what I'm torn between. I'm torn between my hot take being Bottas coming back strong after some weak showings here because I didn't want to crap on him too much earlier. I think he is going to come back at some point or my hot take being Valtteri Bottas is done. He's like, if this isn't the year for him, the car is not good enough. I really think it's going to be one or the other though this week is I think we're going to see either the, we need to find out what Bottas is made of this week because this week is going to say he, third. Let's let, come on. Let's be, yeah, I mean, yeah. well, if, if he gets a, if he can beat either Verstappen or Hamilton, Great week for Boss. Yeah, if he finishes, if he most likely will finish third, but if he finishes sixth or back again, like, ugh, I don't know. We'll see. And that's a disaster because now we're getting into the territory where Mercedes loves him because he doesn't really challenge Hamilton, but he always gets them high points. And yeah. that's why they win the constructors with five weeks left every time. That's now in danger if he keeps doing what he's been doing. So I'm going to settle on, on Bottas being back. God damn it. Bottas, I'm, 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 yeah. I think he's back this week. Yeah. I think it's a podium for Bottas. That's, that's all I'll say. I'm, I'm predicting, predicting third there. Um, man, it's a, it, this track suits Ferrari, but I'm, I'm not ready to do it. They're due. I feel like they're due for something bad to happen. They're due for some, some engine problems or something. I just, I love Leclerc, but it's, um, I'm, you know, I'm not getting my fingers crossed. I'm just going to assume the worst in, until the season's over. As far as that, we've had two pretty crazy races to start the season, so I'm thinking this is a more of a tame, um, no, not a whole lot of uh safety fl- or safety car comes out. All right, yeah, like, the old reverse jinx, I like it. I think it's the I think we're looking at a, some combination of you know Hamilton Bottas Verstappen on the podium, pretty locked in, and then maybe a Checo finishes fourth. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, is is, is I'm all, I'm all for it, see a good week for Checo finally? I hope so. Got to get. He's got. He's got one. He's got to have one in him. Yeah, just, just you know, Friday through Sunday. We just need to see him put it all together here. Not entirely his fault, but uh, still, it was a that was a, a frustrating, frustrating week. As I was uh, kind of hoping for Checo to be a part of that fight last week. Um, all right, as we always do, let's hit a hit with the uh, the pole pole race winner, Johnny. What you got? Pole race winner. Um. So what did what did I go with last week? You went double hab. And Ian and double I both went with Max winning. I'm gonna go with double Max this this <laughs> this weekend. Man. Is it this weekend? Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Going with Max this weekend. Double Max pull P1. Book it. Ship it. Lock <laughs> it in. All right, Ian. I am booking the Hamilton pull and. Bottas victory. It's coming out. It's this week. Bottas rebounds. It's the Bottas redemption tour. Let's go. P1 Valtteri Bottas. Man, I want to agree with you so badly there. <sighs> I'm going Max uh, Max Pole. I'm, I'm just, I didn't think of these beforehand, by the way. I'm just going off the dome. Max Pole and... Uh, and Max win. I'm going. I'm going the double Max. God, oh, Johnny did oh, that. Max. Oh, I'm screwed. Matt, oh man, Mad Max, baby. All Matt right, Max, can't go back on it now. Maxness. 
will this be the first week that none of, will this be the only week of the season where none of us say Lewis Hamilton is going to win the race? Oh man. Yeah. That's uh yeah. And not just because we don't want to go with the easy answer. I always like being right. I'm not too proud to pick Lewis Hamilton to win every week. No, I mean, I think Lewis Hamilton's probably going to finish second, no matter who, no matter who wins the race. I think Hamilton's got that second spot on the block. Man, I can see, I can, I mean, obviously I'm putting like, it's like 50, 50 every week at this point until we see anything else. I think Mercedes are bringing some upgrades lately. The car has been improving, closing that gap to the Red Bull. Um, But I think, man, it's, it's mostly just me hoping that I want Max on a, tear this year man i that's all i want just savage yeah all right well that's all we got for you episode three yank chef podcast